Hi, welcome back to the As You Are podcast, Summer Devotionals. All summer long on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to be sharing five to 10 minute devotionals from all different people. So be sure to check back in after today. Hey everyone, um, my name is Eliza Jesse. I am a current rising senior at UNC Chapel Hill and I've had the honor and the blessing of bringing As You Are to Chapel Hill and leading Bible study over the past year, which has just been amazing. And I'm so incredibly grateful for this opportunity just to share a little nugget that the Lord has been teaching me over the past few months. Um, but I have been reading through First Samuel, which for those who haven't read it is a Um, glimpse into the lives of King Saul and King David, um, kind of in the early stages of uh, David before he's king of Israel, and then just walking through Saul's um, kingship over Israel. So I'm specifically going to be talking about 1 Samuel 29, and I think this is such a cool glimpse into this idea that the Lord just really protects the direction that we're walking in, regardless of our current situation or what we can see. I think so often we can be really nearsighted about what's going on in our lives and um, forget the fact that the Lord truly is taking care of us and taking care of every step and is guiding us um, when we lean on him. So just for some context for the chapter, throughout 1 Samuel, King Saul is kind of reigning over Israel. He was walking with the Lord and then In the later chapters, he kind of strays away and doesn't really pursue the things that the Lord has told him to. So David was ordained by the Lord and kind of called by a prophet to become king of Israel after Saul. So David's been on the run from King Saul in chapter 29 um, because Saul is like seeking out to kill David because the Lord has ordained him to take over as king of Israel. So David's kind of been on the run for a few years and has chosen to stay faithful to the Lord despite running for his life because of the position that God called him to, which I just think is super cool. Um, I can't imagine literally running for my life and still choosing to pursue the Lord and stay in a relationship with him regardless of circumstance. Um, So in chapter 27, so two chapters before, we get a glimpse into David's uh, just true desperation. Verse one actually says that, then David said in his heart, now I shall perish one day by the hand of Saul. There is nothing better for me than that I should escape to the land of the Philistines. So the Philistines are a group of people that were the largest, most threatening enemies of the Israelites at this time. So thinking like Georgia versus Auburn, UNC versus Duke, like that kind of big rivalry. The Israelites and the Philistines did not get along. So David's kind of in his desperation has decided that it's better to go and live with his people's enemies than to go anywhere else because Saul has just been chasing after him. And I don't know about you, but that sounds like a rock bottom uh, sort of situation. So throughout the next few chapters, David comes to live and serve the king of a Philistine city called Gath. And during his time in Gath, he served the king Achish and um, even fought and won battles for Philistine armies against neighboring territories. And his obedience to the Gath king actually earned him favor and protection. And King Akish actually claimed at the end of chapter 27, he says, he has made himself an utter stench to his people, Israel. Therefore, he shall always be my servant. So now that we have a little bit of context or a lot bit of context going into chapter 29, I think it's really crucial for us to remember the calling of the Lord for David's life. God had 
proclaimed and ordained that David would become king over Israel and a great king at that. Um, So I don't know about y'all, but if I was in David's situation running for my life for years from King Saul and living with the people I was supposed to lead's enemy, I would be super doubtful towards that calling and that will on my life. But the Lord's protection and the Lord's provision um, coming into chapter 29 is just really revealed So the beginning of chapter 29, the Philistine army that David has kind of been walking with and serving decides to attack a territory that they see from afar atop this mountain. So not knowing that this group was actually the Israelites, David offers to help them fight. um, But for some reason, the lords of the Philistines, so like some of the leaders, are really skeptical towards David and actually tell him to leave. So starting in verse 6 of chapter 29, it says... Then Achish called David and said to him, As the Lord lives, you have been honest, and to me it seems right that you should march out in me with the campaign. For I have found nothing wrong in you from the day of your coming to me this day. Nevertheless, the lords do not approve of you. So go back now and go peaceably, that you may not displease the lords of the Philistines. So David, who has fought beside, won battles for, and shown nothing but servitude to the Philistines, has actually been told to leave for this lack of trust. So looking at the situation, it kind of doesn't really make sense. And David is obviously and rightfully confused and a bit angry. He doesn't really understand why these leaders don't want him there when he's done nothing but help them. So what David doesn't know is that the people he would be fighting if permitted to enter battle were his own people that God had called him to one day lead as king. I think this is just such a cool picture of protection from the Lord. Had David been able to fight alongside the Philistines like he had been doing um, against the Israelites, he likely would not even have become king at all, which is the position and the calling the Lord literally had on his life. Um, So speaking from experience, I know there are so many times in my life where I don't understand the reason for the situation I find myself in, and I become really quickly irritated with God for putting me in a specific situation when I've done nothing but pray for guidance and pray for protection and relied on Him. And I just want to ask you, like, have you ever felt kind of like David might feel in this situation? Have you ever been so lost, so confused, so frustrated at God because it looks like He's kind of just abandoned you? Um, I know I have, and I just want to encourage you that the beauty of the goodness of God is that he promises to never abandon us, and he has promised to love, to keep, and to protect us from attacks from the enemy. So this past summer, I've been living in Atlanta, and if you know anything about this glorious city, it's that the traffic is absolutely horrendous. Um, I mean, it's like the first thing that people ask me about when I say I live here, but navigating the traffic has been an fun experience. Um, But one of my constant, reliable, and saving graces has been the amazing navigation app, Waze, if you've ever heard of it. There's a wreck up ahead, horrible traffic, police car. Oh, it's rerouting. It's rerouting. It's rerouting me. Um, Waze knows the streets better of Atlanta than I do. And I am so grateful for its guidance because I probably would be so lost and honestly, probably still driving without it. And I know it's such a silly example, and I in no way, shape, or form mean to compare the Lord, the creator of the universe, to a navigation app, but I think it's just a beneficial visual for the protection the Lord proclaims over our lives. 
Like driving through traffic in life, if we don't know what's up ahead or even what's around us, we are so confined to the current space that we occupy and often so nearsighted in our future and only kind of see what's around us. But the Lord, like ways, knows our space, our surroundings, and what is up ahead, and He gets to reroute our paths to protect us from impending danger that we don't see. Um, I really hope this example and this like little chapter and nugget encourages you that no matter what you may be experiencing, whatever frustrating situation you find yourself in, always remember that the Lord is protecting your path from things that you cannot see. Um, his will and his direction are always the best way forward, and he will lead you along that path when you lean into him. So I hope you find this encouraging. And again, thank you so much for letting me share.